This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Sonia Shelton. When it comes to navigating the ins and outs of business, Sonia has seen it all. Startups with brand new ideas to well-established Fortune 500 companies. She founded Executive Leadership Consulting in 2007 from her passion for partnering with leaders to build work environments where employees are fulfilled and committed to their organization's success. Sonia serves on the Forbes Coaches Council and is a certified master corporate executive coach through the Association of Corporate Executive Coaches. Thanks so much for being here today, Sonia. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. I am as well. We're going to be talking about leadership, obviously, um, which is such a, I think it's always a critical topic, but it feels like even more so these days. Uh, it, it is critical. Um, I'm curious about, you know, having said that, what sorts of trends you're seeing in the workplace today? Yeah, uh, one of the trends that I'm specifically focused on, because uh, I don't think it's a good trend, is that there's an increase in burnout. Um, we're seeing across industries, across sizes of business, and I think it's related to to two things. One, in in the past three years, we've had more uncertainty than ever before. You know, we used to we used to work with our clients on creating that three year strategy. And now, you know, companies are saying we can't really see three years in the future. We can have a vision for what we want to do, but to really have a plan is becoming more difficult because of the second reason, which is the speed of change. I think <sighs> with new technologies, um, you know, things are moving so fast that the these two combined, the uncertainty and the speed of change are creating what I see in organizations. And it's it's I see I believe that a model is scalable from the individual to transorganizational if it's a good model. And so one of those is what our body does in times of stress, right? All of our energy goes to our arms and legs, right? Yeah. So that also happens in organizations. Oh. So when people are stressed and all their energy is arms in their arms and legs. There's not so much energy in their brain for thinking, right? So there's yeah. a lot of activity 
but not a lot of strategy and thinking where where should we focus? Where should we prioritize? So a lot of busyness, um, but not a lot of progress. And I think that's what's contributing to that trend of burnout in employees is they're feeling like they're running on this treadmill and they're going really fast, but there's no destination. There's no pauses to see, are, are we making progress? What are we accomplishing? Are we headed in the right direction? And, and that's where burnout comes from. Yeah, boy, I can, you're talking about it and I can feel it. You know, I, I know this is so true and so unfortunate. And and the speed of change and this uncertainty, it, it you know, and most people don't like change. I mean, there's people who do, but um, it's so, you know, it adds to the uncertainty. It's so unsettling, not really having a clear vision of this is where we're going and this is how we're getting there. Yes, absolutely. And I and I think it is, I think you're right, you know, that that um, you know, you see it in the news every day about people, you know, talking about what are the implications of AI, what's happening in the economy, what's happening in, you know, global politics, right? Like that there's there's things every day where people are like, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. Right. Which makes it difficult to make decisions, right? Because uh, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So what do we do about this? <laughs> yeah. Ask a nice big question. Right, what can leaders right. really do? Yeah. So so the the antidotes to uncertainty and the speed of change also are two things. One is clarity and the other is purpose. So mm-hmm. we saw in in the past uh in the past few years an increase in desire for purpose, an increase in desire for meaning. I think that mm. you know, we've, as human beings, we always have it. Uh, the younger generations uh, are demanding it, and yeah. they're they're doing it in not only who they choose to work for, but how they choose to buy, which is causing a lot of companies to take a look at you know what is our purpose. But our purpose can be an anchor through this time these times of uncertainty and change because that's the stable that's a stabilizing factor if we understand who we are and why we do what we do how we deliver on that and what others can expect from us which are the components that we use for purpose then we can always come back to that as our anchor so when things are are going crazy in this and the things are changing we could say okay if this is our purpose how do we shift our sales based on the change to go in in the same direction based on our purpose. So that's one piece. And then the second one is clarity, right? So really making sure that you're clear about your purpose, you're clear about your big direction on where you're going to go or your vision and how you might get there might change and need to be more agile. But holding that anchor of clarity of, of where we're going. And, and if you think about it, we have these events in our lives like... Um, you know, maybe we move into a new house or we get married or we have a child, right? Those can be very stressful events in our personal life, Sure. right? Yeah. But we have this purpose and we understand why we're making this change that will break through all those obstacles that get in our way on, a, on the journey because we know where we're going and we know what our purpose is. And it's the same thing in business, right? So when you you have that strong purpose of why you do what you do, you can develop passion in the organization for for that purpose and then that all and clarity about what we're doing now to get there 
And people will come up with ideas that you never thought of that can exponentially grow the business. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I really like this because I, I, what I'm hearing is um, there is uh, the purpose is is that foundational element that is like the rock, right? And you keep going back to that, then how you do things can change, and it's easier potentially to figure that out because you're always going back to making sure that you're serving your purpose. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, and clarity is one of my favorite words. I love it. Um, But can you talk about the importance of leaders communicating that purpose and that clarity effectively? Because I think, you know, a lot of leaders, they know where they're at, but that doesn't necessarily translate out. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think it's more than communication, actually. Um, when we, the process that we use, we call Red Thread Leadership, where we start with purpose as the anchor, just like you said. And then we run that red thread through everything that the company does. So starting with their plan, what is what is their vision? What is their strategy? What are their goals? Okay, then how do you communicate those to the organization? How do you make sure that every single person knows how they're contributing to the vision? Mm-hmm. And then um, and then next is process, right? So how do you, based on our purpose and our plan, let's take another look at our processes. Do we have the right processes in place? Can we make them more efficient? Can we empower the team that's in the day-to-day saying, you know, we came up with this process because... When Maria worked here, she liked to see it this way. And so we do this process, but Maria's been gone for five years, but we're still doing it this way, right? And so so it's empowering the team to say, what's the most efficient process that we that will get us towards our vision and, and achieve our goals? And then we look at positions, which is the structure of the organization. Do you have the right people uh, in the right seats? How are you hiring um, how are you communicating your your employer brand, right? To so that you're attracting the right people. And then the fifth one is culture, which is which we call passion. And that's you know, are you are people passionate about the organization? Are they passionate about their role in the organization? And do they have trust in each other? And being able to recognize, you know, how you continue to um stoke the fire of that passion is to recognize that there's progress along the way. So going back to what I said about burnout, you know, those small wins of look at how this team or this person on the team did something that helped move us towards our vision, no matter how small, and share that. Then people know, oh, not mm. only are you recommunicating the vision, but they're seeing what success looks like and you're motivating them to keep going. Right. So um so I think those those are the elements, right? So and communication runs through every element, right? Communicating right. the purpose, communicating the plan, communicating the the processes, and empowering people to raise raise the flag if they think something needs to be changed. Communicating from positions how decisions are made, why decisions are made the way they're made, um, and then and then finally in the passion, continuing to celebrate what the company is doing and and every single person's role in those achievements. 
Yeah, I think that that is awesome. Now, is is purpose the same as why, or is it different? Like knowing your why. Yeah. So purpose um, starts with why, right? Okay. So we, we agree with Simon Sinek that you need to start with why, um, but it also includes two other components, which are your how and your what, right? So wow. looking at at why why do you do what you do. For as as maybe as an individual, and we start at the individual level, the team level, and then the company level. So you as a leader, why do you do what you do? What motivates you? And then how do you deliver on that why? And how do you internally process information? And then what can others expect from you as a leader? And then we go through that same process for the team. Why does the team exist? Why does the team do what they do? How do they deliver on that? And what can others expect from them? And then ultimately, externally for the company, why do you do what you do as a company? How do you deliver on that? Why? And what can others expect from you? I see. Boy, I really like that a lot. That's that's really interesting because then every single piece connects. And, and when people, one of the things that I'm hearing is that when people then are doing things as long as they're connecting it to the why, then it's, you don't have silos, you know, where people that there's just like odd initiatives going on that don't really map. Yes, absolutely. And um, I was working with a team uh, a couple of weeks ago, a nonprofit organization, and their leadership team didn't know they were a leadership team. They Ooh. just thought that they were managing their own area. Right. And they they thought, well, you know, we have our top executives, they're the leaders in the organization, and, and we're just responsible for our own area. And as we started to talk about this alignment and them working as a team, they started to see synergies. Oh, I didn't know you were working on that. That could actually help us. And they started, I just sort of let go of the reins and let them have the conversation <laughs> because it really gener started generating all these ideas of how they could work together. And it was just this small shift of, of them recognizing that they weren't just responsible for their area, but they were leaders of the company and and like picking up their their head above that that water level and saying, oh, there's actually ways we can work together and help each other and make things more efficient and grow the company faster. That's so great. I love that. It, it's it's weird, right? Because I think we assume that people uh, realize they're a team and engage as a team. But, you know, you were telling that story and I was thinking, I've been on boards, not recently, but I know in the past I've been on boards where you know, like each department department reports out but there's no real connection between those committees or departments or or you know whatever and so i think those organizations struggle because they're not getting that connectivity yeah absolutely and i think that you know that my conversation with the ceo afterwards who was completely shocked by the way <laughs> um was like what do you mean you don't know you're a team <laughs> right, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but when we were talking, it, you know, I, I I specifically said exactly what you said. I said, well, let me guess what your leadership team meeting looks like. It looks like everybody reporting out what they've accomplished and what they're working on and the issues that they're having as everyone else checks out until it's their turn. Right. <laughs> and she, and she, she, you know, kind of blushed. It was like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, so why would they think they're a team? 
Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing team about it. Yeah. Wow. That that's that's a big you know light bulb moment. That that is huge. That can make a huge difference in an organization too. I would think. Yeah, absolutely. And and when we work with teams to help them understand their why, each individual has their own specific superpower, right? About why they, you know, what motivates them and, and mm. how they deliver that. It's it's innate, it's within them, it's how they operate. And they can start to lean on each other's superpowers, right? So for example, I had this one executive who um her superpower, you know, her why is was to challenge the status quo, all about innovation, doing things differently. And the number two on her team, her why was looking at the right ways of doing things, right? To create predictable systems and processes. But until they knew that about each other, they were constantly in conflict, right? Uh. So so one was trying to innovate and the other one was trying to create a system and, and it wasn't working, right? But then once they realized that they were super complementary, if they leaned into each other's superpowers... Now they're a dynamo team and really accomplishing more than they even thought was possible because they're they're leaning into each other, right? When we need more innovation, we go to the person who wants to st- challenge the status quo. When we need to implement that and create a s- predictable system, we go to the person who has the why of right way, right? So so they're understanding each other and and breaking down those silos as a team at the same time, leveraging who that team really is and how they individually operate can really be a game changer. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, that that's another great example. That's terrific. So how how would you say, you know, I started this conversation with, you know, things these days seem like we we really need leaders to be leaders. Um, so so I want to circle back around and ask you, how do you think leaders and, and I guess organizations um, how can they have like the biggest impact right now? Yeah, I think right now it's to get focused from what I'm seeing, oh. right? I think I think that um, you know, I I see companies with 15 goals that they're trying to do as a company, and back to clarity, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So okay. So what's most important of those 15, because we can't do all 15 at once, right? right? Yeah. And, and I think I see a lot of, of leaders trying, you know, in this, trying to run so fast again, right? With the change and the uncertainty, and we need to, we need to move faster and we need to do more. And it's actually, no, let's really slow down and focus on what's going to have the biggest impact instead of that constant activity and really bring in what what is that 20% from the 80-20 rule? What is that 20% that's really going to move the needle and have the biggest impact so that we're focused on the right things? And I think for small business owners, this is super important because they don't have as many people as a big company to be yeah. able to do all these things, right? So it's even more important that your team really understands what the priorities are and what's most important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally get that. Well, Sonia, I so appreciate this conversation. I think um, it's great to hear your perspective on you know what you're seeing out there in the world. And one of the things that that I noticed when you were talking about those examples is um, it's something that I notice when I'm out 
working with companies and it's that uh these things are happening all over the place you know like what i say to people is it's a good news bad news you know the good news is you're not an outlier the bad news is you're not an outlier you, you know i mean right this is <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately this is what's going on but you don't have to feel bad it's not like you're really screwing stuff up this is what's going on so what can we do about it and you, you've really offered some great insights and and ideas around um you know how how do we shift how how do we change that so that we're more effective thank you so much for this yes absolutely it's my pleasure will you tell the listeners how they can find you please sure um the best place to find me is on our website executiveleader.com I have all of our social media links are on there. We have more information about how to find your why, if you're interested in that. We also have a lot of free masterclasses or webinars and articles that you can use to develop your business, to grow, to connect your business strategy and your organizational culture to really have exponential growth. And um, the Red Thread Leadership that you were talking about that, um, am I right that you have a book on that? I don't have a book on that yet. Um, The book that I have is called You're an Executive, But Are You a Leader? Ah. And it uh, it was was number one on Amazon. And it it really is designed to help leaders focus on what they need to work on right now. So I really wrote the book with my clients in mind. It's Uh 50 chapters, three pages each. One is what you need to do. Two is how did somebody else do it? And three is what are the coaching questions I would ask you if I was working with you one-on-one? And so um, so it's, it's something that you can read cover to cover. It's something that you can just say, this is what I'm dealing with now and give me some advice. Um, so, so I really wrote it so that people could use it and continue to use it throughout their leadership journey. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm glad I asked the question. We'll make sure that that's uh, available in the notes. So Uh, Once again, thank you so much. I really appreciate this conversation. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.